In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Good morning, London. I'm back in Cleveland and I'm here with Jack Duffin. Jack Duffin. I can't do your intro, but I do like it when I hear it. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Um, it's, it's been a uh, crazy few days, but uh, I'm having a great time. Um, laughing about most of it. Loads of funny memes, loads of funny comments. At the end of the day, if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. So uh, I've just been laughing myself silly. Hang on a minute, Jack. Miles Garrett could have killed Mason. Yeah, but he didn't. So let's laugh about it. There, there's been great ones. You've had like whack a mole with Miles Garrett holding a helmet. You've had some really good stuff out there. So uh, I hate it. It happens at the end of the day. Quite frankly, the league is a joke. The fact that they haven't suspended Mason Rudolph, twisting a player's helmet while they're on the floor, trying to rip off a helmet kicking someone in the nuts, punching someone in the nuts, and then going back for more fighting. Um, I really wish Miles Garrett would have dropped that helmet when Mason Rudolph came back at him and then beat the hell out of him. Um, because quite frankly, the guy deserved it, but he just shouldn't have swung that helmet. If he just dropped, dropped the helmet and just gone in and started laying punches on him, I would have been absolutely loving it. Yeah. And uh, Jack, talk us through your Thursday night or Friday morning. How did it look? So, um, get back from work 7.30 in the evening, aiming, go to bed at half nine. That's what I do to make sure I get up in the morning for the games. And then the Callaway news breaks. So, rather than going to bed, I'm sitting there just enjoying Twitter, watching Brown's Twitter, Meltdown, loads of funny comments there. Um, People going, oh, we've got no wide receivers. Oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. And um, then, so then I get to bed about half 10. So I get two, three hours sleep and get up to watch the NFL and um, think, yeah, game's good. Four minutes left. It's half four in the morning. I fancy a bit of sleep here. And uh, I went to bed and um, had no idea about the melee, the fight or anything until the next day. I was peacefully asleep. And it was very relaxed. What was it like in the stadium where it, when it all went off? All right, cool. So I think everyone knows what I was doing on the on the uh, game. I was uh, I was at the top for one bit. I was down the bottom for another bit. I like to walk around the stadium, go different angles, and just get different views. I'm a bit of a solo uh, member when I'm in the stadium. I just yeah, just fancy different things at different times. And uh, at this point, I had done the touchdown I done up high up and I did uh, the club so I was nice and warm and I thought last five minutes I'll go down behind the Browns dressing room and get some reactions or sorry Browns <clears throat> line and uh, get some reactions of them winning the game because we just got another interception and yeah we've won the game so I thought so I'm just gonna go right down there on the 50 right behind so I started recording and I was more worried about Baker Mayfield's reaction of getting the win or OBJ's reaction getting the win. So I'm filming Mayfield and then I just see him put his hands on his head and someone goes, oh my God, 
Miles Garrett's going to get suspended for that. So where I was, I was right down on the row one, and I wasn't. The the, the game has already been. All the players have already come back to the bench. So in my eyes, the the play was finished. You know, and I was just like, okay, well, what's going on now? Why are we not taking the knee or whatever? And then, yeah, then I realised what was going on. So um, I never saw the incident, but I obviously saw everyone's reaction. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, and then, because um, on the left of me, some big name dropping here. Joe Thomas was uh, just in front of me. Colleen Wolf. Um, I've got he's called the Smith, the receiver, and um, the other old guy. I've got what he's called, Irvin. Michael Irvin, yeah. Yeah, they're all down there, and they're like, right, okay, we're gonna go online in a minute. Christ, run to a laptop watching the replays over and over again. And all the fans were like looking at the the laptop, trying to work out what actually really did happen because we were so low, we couldn't really see much was going on. So, um, yeah, just um, uh, great to be amongst the action. And uh, I think I put the Baker Mayfield one up. It was quite funny. Him saying he couldn't see it. You could see him quite clearly in my uh, video holding his head in in, in uh, worry. But yeah, it was, it was just... Uh, Great and um, oh yeah, obviously the yeah. Let's get this right. Miles Garrett using the helmet. I'm not any way condoning any way whatsoever. It wasn't great hearing that, but it's happened. And yeah, there's three people on him and self-defense. Whatever you know, all the Browns played and ran away because they thought it was over. He was stranded. He at the moment he's done what he's done. We've seen it in other sports. He's going to get punished. He deserves to get punished. I don't want any kids to see that and think that's acceptable. I fully get the uh, punishment. But yeah, I'm a little bit annoyed that I'm walking through every airport yesterday and every single TV screen is Miles Garrett replaying, replaying, replaying. So the, the whole world's media is just getting clickbait at the moment. And including the UK, mates are texting me, Cleveland Browns are yobs, thugs. <laughs> This Miles Garrett's a lad, you know. I'm getting every possible text, but yeah. Anyway, I think we should move on from Miles Garrett because I find it quite boring. Yeah, no. Um, just one piece of note: Nate Ulrich just tweeted out that he's going to appeal his suspension. Um, and for me, it's it's come out as an indefinite, and that's just what you do as a uh, media um, calming strategy. You leave it as an indefinite, and you see these things in politics in lots of walks of life is you announce the indefinite suspension and then when it calms down at a later point you quietly reintroduce them so whether it's just before the draft whether it's just in the middle of pre-season um, or just before week one you you just introduce them back in and people have mostly forgotten about it in terms of any emotion connected to it it's just uh, oh yeah that was that guy um, so yeah I think he's back for week one um, it was does the appeal limit it who knows? Um, but no, that's there. And one thing I do want to mention is Kareem Hunt did the business on Thursday night. The bookies were offering um, the over-under on three and a half receptions and then 47 and a half yards uh, total, total yards. And then they dropped it to 44 and a half. And I bet it again. So uh, I had a field day uh, making lots of money, which was very nice. Okay, how much money did you put down? Uh, 440 quid over the two bet, over the three bets. And how much you make? Uh, 450 pound profit. Okay. So you're no longer an analytical guru. You're now a gambling guru. It's not gambling. It's, uh, analytically betting. 
So when are you going to give up your day job and uh, do this full time? I need to make slightly more than that. But um, yeah, yeah. it's a nice uh, sort of extra little bit of money on the side. Excellent. Well, I wouldn't mind talking about where the roster looks right now. And then before that, I thought I watched the highlights again yesterday at the airport. And I've got to say, um, Carlson and Hodge, they really stepped up yesterday and made some real big plays. Yeah, Hodge, um, I think it's quite important for Baker. He likes the bigger targets, tight ends. is something he's really found comfort in in college. And then in Joker being out to hurt him. Um, but being 6'2", whereas you've got Jarvis Landry and OBJ at 5'11", it just gives that extra bit of height that he likes. So um, he's a big weapon for uh, Baker to sort of look at. So I think there's some promise. It's still too early to see because we haven't really seen much of him. But uh, he's been solid on special teams, and that's a, a key thing for your fifth, sixth sort of wide receiver. Yeah, any other players that stood out for you on Thursday? Um, not really. Uh, Joe Show obviously was phenomenal. Um, oh, the one that I was really, really excited about, and literally five minutes before he got injured, I was about to tweet the Cleveland Browns have finally got a strong safety. Was uh, Morgan Bennett? Um, who knows what he's going to look like next season coming back? Because that is a, uh, it's a pretty serious injury. So, what's um, his contract, Jack? Is he uh, here for one more year? Yeah. So, okay. And it's, it's cheap. It's, it's a tiny amount of money. Um, but does he fully come back from that? Who really knows? Um, but it's one of them that that's potentially one of those safeties down. Um, Demarius Randall basically finished his Browns career. Um, he's done with the Browns after this season. Um, it was up in the air, but it's definitely... Um, Can you see a real cheap contract being agreed or he just wants to go for the money he's gone he's going for some money and uh we ain't paying that so um yeah he's done in cleveland um he'll still play this season but uh yeah he's not hanging around even if he has an amazing season no well he's he's been injured he's not been playing then he does stuff like that um it was it was just stupid um so yeah, he's not playing. Um, he's not getting paid. He wants like 10 million, roughly, I think. Um, we ain't going to be paying that. We, we ain't got the money to pay that. Um, but yeah, looking just at Morgan Burnett, he's uh, 4.8 million next season. So, uh, yeah, I think he gets paid that. Some congratulations to previous guests of the show, Joe Schober and Megan. Congratulations on their 20-week announcement of their... Uh, child on the way yeah slightly uh sort of disappeared in all the uh carnage of the game but i uh, know congratulations to them charlie hewlett who is our long snapper if you didn't know also had a baby good call there good call and uh yeah just looking at this um the depth now so um there's some big gaps now in our roster or we could say time for people to step up I think our O-line's quite solid now, Jack. Is that fair? Uh, well, the O-line's going to stay the same way for most of the season. You probably, Forbes is the only one that might come in. Um, but I think they're probably going to leave it there. Um, but he might come in at right tackle. I think that's the only real position you might see Forbes come in. Running back, obviously, looks quite set as it is. 
interestingly that um, the Ernest Johnson is still on the roster as the fourth running back, but let's see, eh? Yeah, it's it's the two running backs set. I don't, I, you saw Hilliard out there um, for returns, and I think Tavares Thomas did one, so I don't know if they've literally just said, um, Hilliard, you're done, um, because he let so many bounce where they were all easy, fair catches, and he, he was losing yardage unnecessarily. Um, Tavares Thomas, my boy, he did get a flag, but accidents happen. He's the only player we've got playing over two-thirds of special team snaps. And uh, I bang the drum for him relentlessly all off-season. And uh, he's been doing a really, really good job this season. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that um, tight end. Do you think uh, we can get Njuku back this season? Have we hit, we missed the deadline or no? No, 100% he's got loads of time to come back. So I'd expect it this week that they're going to announce he's returning. Um, and then I think they get up to two weeks to bring him back. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if he plays against Miami. Or if he doesn't play Miami, he'll probably play um, the Steelers. But um, he is coming back. One thing I've really liked going back to running backs is the, the two running back sets because the Browns are doing a lot of motion off it and the motion off it by moving Hunt around is really helping Baker because it's not the fact that there's two running backs there is the key part. It's the fact that there's motion and Baker can start seeing, oh, is it this? Is it man? Is it zone? Who's up against who? And stuff like that. And that's really allowed him to get a better idea of the play. So I don't think it's as much there's two running backs out there. It's that they're using a lot of motion with the sets um, and if you look at, watch the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, you get motion on nearly 100% of snaps because he uses motion, sees what the defense is doing, and then it gives him more information to go and make a successful pass. So um, it's good to see more motion coming in with the Browns. We've got four tight ends on the roster. Uh, yeah, the only... Daryl Brown. Yeah, he's gone. Harris. He's probably Ricky gone. Ricky Jones and he's Stephen Carlson. Yeah, Ricky will be back at some point. Um, I, don't, I didn't expect him to play. I said it's game time decision on Thursday. So he should be back next week. Um, but yeah, so I think it's going to see more two running backs, one tight end and two wide receivers. I think that's sort of going to be the, the base. And Hunt was playing lots of snaps as wide receiver. He was played a lot of times. Um would uh, start in the backfield, motion out wide, and then just run a route. So, no, it's a, it's a useful thing to have. And I don't think there was a single case I saw, I might be mistaken, where Chubb was out there on third down. So they've been very strict with, they don't want Chubb on the field on third down, um, get Kareem Hunt out there. And it wasn't until quite late in the game, Kareem Hunt actually had his first rush. He was very much used exclusively in the passing game. And then we've got a wide receiver room. Obviously, uh, Odell, Landry. But then behind that, like we said at the start of the season, you know, like who's going to get all these uh, reps and everything. And then you've got Ratley, Higgins, Taiwan Taylor and Hodge. Yeah. And lots of people are saying, oh, yeah, get the deal done. We can keep Rashad Higgins. R- Rashad Higgins isn't staying, guys. Um, why would you? The team don't want you as they've made pretty clear through the first 10 weeks of the season. Um, if you're going to sign a one-year prove-it deal, you're going to sign it somewhere where you're a um, wide receiver one or wide receiver two. He's not going to get that out of the Browns. He's a best third choice. And if you're playing two running backs or two tight ends, you're just not on the field. Um, and also, 
we haven't got the money to go pay in potentially eight million um, for a wide receiver on a long-term deal. So, yeah, unless they're somehow getting rid of OBJ or Landry, which I don't see at this point, then uh, Higgins is off, and I'll keep banging the drum. He should be an eagle, um, and uh, good luck to him. Jack, you're not a secret eagle fan, are you? I'm a lover of Harry Roseman because Harry Roseman is a much more intelligent man because he sees a player like Gennard Avery, there's a nice transition there, and goes, that's a player that can do something. So, um, obviously, got a sack in his first game. Um, and what would we do to have Gennard Avery back now? Um, he'd probably be sat on the bench still because Wilkes doesn't know what he is. Um, I know he's a really good football player. Brown's Twitter knows he's a really good football player. Steve Wilkes doesn't even know his name. So, um, no, I, th- I think it's one that that was a move that Howie Roseman makes. Andrew Berry's there, who obviously knows the Browns quite well. So, um, Higgins to the Eagles, lock it in, put it in pen. Now, this is an interesting position. Defensive end. At the start of the season, we're like, wow, we've got so many defensive ends. What are we going to do? We've got Chad Thomas, Brian Cox, Olivier Vernon, and Chris Smith. That's it. It's pretty sorry state of affairs. I think your shout to Anthony Zettel is a really good one. Is it, he is still a free agent or not? You know what? The, the Bengals cut him. and But all the information I can get, he's still at Bengals. So maybe they've re-signed him. I'll have you, have a little, little, you have a little play. I'll talk about defensive tackles while I'm doing so. Obviously, Ogajobi's been suspended. So Lawrence has got to step up with Richardson. And we then got Anku. But the interesting thing, like, where's Akil gone? Is he um, on the practice squad? Who? Who is the uh, the, the defensive tackle? Akil? Oh, um, he went on IR, I think. Injured, yeah? Yep. You got Lawrence... Um... And yeah, this this yeah. So I, you you're right, mate. He's on the injury reserve. So yeah. So even at defensive tackle, you've got Lawrence Richardson and Ankur, and that's it. You know, really de- deflated as well. Yeah, just checked. Um, Zettel is the fifth defensive end on the um, Bengals uh, Bengals roster. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we could make a trade for a defensive end or are we just going to play out with the season? Trade window's closed, mate. Can't trade. Okay, cool. So we can only pick up free agents. Yep, it's only free agents. Um, so they'll be scouring someone's practice squad probably and steal someone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not pretty. Hopefully Vernon can get back. Um, but yeah, if you're an offensive tackle for uh, the... Who we got coming up? Dolphins, Steelers, Cardinals, and I forget the other team. Ravens, Bengals? Uh, Bengals, yeah. <coughs> uh, Bengals? No. I'm just thinking in those next four games. Um, you are going to be having an absolute party this weekend. You were dreading coming up against Miles Garrett, and now you have to deal with Chad Thomas. It's not a bad place to be at. Um, you go from the best pass rusher in the NFL this season to a DJ that puts on a football uniform. Hang on a minute. He's been playing all right, according to the stats. According to what stats? His PFF grade is 
trash. He's managed to accidentally walk into a couple of sacks. It's uh, it's not been pretty. He's getting the sacks though, Jack. Yeah, we know how much sacks matter. Because Miles Garrett creates the sack and then he just runs in at the back end. It's uh, it's grim, 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 grim. Looking at the linebacker room, have we been playing a lot of three linebackers, Jack? I haven't really seen that much detail. I don't think we've seen much. Um, it's mainly been Mac and uh, Joe Show. But Taki Taki's had some action on the pitch now, so uh, that's good. So I think the linebacker room, Touchwood's quite stable at the, at the moment as it goes being a Browns fan. Uh, cornerbacks, we've got quite a lot of depth there now with Carey, Denzel Ward, Greedy, Jackson's back playing a little bit. Yeah, Greedy hasn't been great the last couple of weeks, but I think he's been okay um, overall. Denzel's come back to himself. Uh, Carey will probably be playing a bit of safety. <sighs> Sorry about that. Um, because, yeah, we just don't have anyone. Uh, the safety room is, uh, is pretty empty. And, yeah, Justin Burris has been playing really well as well. Yeah, he, he's definitely deserves some more snaps. Um, Sheldrick Redwine got on the field, um, which uh, was always a concern. I think I think he might have something next year, but he shouldn't be on the field this year. Yeah, so, uh, yes, and in the safety room, obviously uh, Burnett's out now. So we've got Randall, Burris. Murray's still injured, or is he back now, I guess? Uh, I don't know where he's at. He was injured, but there was no real sort of news on him. So we've got some, we've got some, where would you say the issues are then? Wide receiver room, you're quite happy. We've got the strength starting. Yeah, it's in terms of getting to the end of the season, it's all on the defence that is the concern. Um, the offence. D-line and safety. Yeah, and even like, yeah, D-line safety. The linebackers are the only ones that there's not really the injury concerns at the moment. Yeah, it's... The it's, quarterback room's fine. Yeah, cornerback room's fine. But uh, yeah, if you've got no safeties, then the cornerback's going to struggle. Mm. And we definitely need to upgrade on your um, uh, offensive tackles. That's just a glaring, glaring hole for the Browns. But... Uh, Anything else you want to discuss, Jack? I don't really think so. I think we've more or less covered it. Um, Just a uh, shout out to my boy, Miles Garrett. Keep your chin up. Got the jersey on. Uh, Stand by Garrett. Um, Fingers crossed he gets his appeal down to four games because, hey, the Browns got him suspended for the playoffs as well. So uh, the NFL needs to wake up, get Miles Garrett back for the playoffs, and let's have some fun because the playoffs can still happen. it's not the end of the world. Um, yeah, it sucks, and we've lost the best player on our roster. Um, but keep going. Keep fighting. Why not? We've got to play the Dolphins, the Steelers. That's not a concern. And then, yeah, Arizona's going to be tough. But uh, beat the Bengals, the Ravens will probably lose to. We can still be talking about a uh, decent enough record. Yeah. Eight and eight would be improvement on last season, Jack. Yeah. But... It's probably going to mean the end of Freddie. Um, I, I, I think I, it's the first time I've had a chance to say it on the pod. Mike McCarthy, put it in pen, next Browns head coach. I heard some rumours that 
Dorsey went behind the Haslam's back and they said we want an experienced coach and they Dorsey said let's go with Freddie Kitchen. So I, I can't remember what the source is, but I did hear that. Mm, but I think I think Freddie's getting the boot at the end of the season. Um it's a mixture of the discipline, the play calling hasn't been good and creative like it was last season. Um and then Dor- Dorsey gets one more shot at hiring a head coach because you can't have another bust. So he's not going to go risky. He's going to go very safe. And someone he's worked with before, Mike McCarthy's available, wants to get back into the NFL. Um, that is the sensible direction to go. So I would be shocked if it's anyone else. If you ask me to give percentages, I would have him at well over 50% chance of being the next Browns head coach. Um, I'd put him at more chance of being the next Brown- the the Browns head coach next season than I would Freddie Kitchens. So um, Mike McCarthy, put it in pen. I don't want it, but that's what's happening, guys. Last thing from me on the podcast, Mason Rudolph, he reminds me in a soccer term as Suarez with his gnashes out. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, he's got his gnashes out just like Suarez did in all the the, uh, photos. So I may do a little meme of... Mason Rudolph next to Suarez, both of them Nashers outgoing, uh, losing their temper. I can't wait for that Steelers game in two weeks' time. It's going to get absolutely... How many flags is going to be in that game? How many sort of just absolute chaos? It is going to be so much fun to watch. Um, there is just going to be fireworks left, right and centre. Yeah. Poor old Baker's going to get a bash in that game. <laughs> everyone's getting a bashing. There's going to be so many late hits. The refs are going to have to be really on their toes because, yeah, that is going to get out of hand. Yeah. All right, Jack. Where can people find your details? Uh, it's at Jack Duffin on Twitter, D-U-F-F-I-N. Um, always there answering cap questions, helping some people out. So, uh, no, feel free to uh, send any questions my way. And, uh, yep, what about you, Paul? Yeah. Um, I've got some great guests lined up for this week. Uh, John Greco said he wants to come on the podcast. Nice. Joe Thomas. I didn't even prompt him, said he's going to come on the podcast. But uh, who else did I meet out there that was quite interesting? Maybe Chef Rocco come on the podcast. Says got some uh, good guys. Matt Miller, uh, being DNM in this week, is going to come on the podcast. So maybe that's one for you. And uh, yeah, I'm going to try and get the... Uh, the diary all filled up this week so there's all podcasts already pre-booked yeah it's a long old week so uh no lots to do have a uh cracking one buddy and uh yeah what are we gonna do jack there's no uh browns no chelsea i've got non-league football today and then i've got a load of uh games i'm betting on tomorrow so uh and on monday night so uh is england on at all i don't know i don't watch that rubbish oh okay international football is a joke I've got some bit of bad news for you, Jack. The old Anglaise pub in Ohio City, which is in Cleveland, is an official Spurs uh, pub. All I heard is we're going to go to Cleveland and smash up a pub. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But yeah, I saw quite a lot of Chelsea fans out in Cleveland. They all love uh, Pulis. Yep. Even Greg, who came on the show, one of our really early guests, has uh, waken up to the fact that when I told him he shouldn't be a Liverpool fan, he should be a Chelsea fan, he's now apologised and he is buying a Pulisic shirt. So uh, we've, uh, we've fixed that one. All right, guys, you take care. Go Browns. Go Browns. Listen to sleep. <laughs>